Yep. Good. Okay, cool. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another WTF1 podcast, episode 10, the British Grand Prix. Thank you to Yasmarina Circuit sponsoring this podcast. We'll be giving away some tickets to the last race of the season a little bit later on, so make sure you stay tuned for that. I'm Matt. Stay tuned. I'm Matt. I'm Alex. Thank you. I'm Ali. I'm Tommy. So you're probably wondering who this guy is, but before we go into that, we're at HR Owen Ferrari today, which is in Knightsbridge, and a lovely backdrop. So it's a shame we couldn't sit in the race seats, which are behind us, but a lovely backdrop nevertheless. We're moving offices, that's why we're kind of dotting around at the moment, but uh, this guy, he's new. Alex, for people that don't know new. you, I mean, you're new to the podcast. You've never, you've never, <laughs> oh, I am yeah. new to the podcast. Yes, you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so who are you for people watching that don't know who you are? I'm Alex. Can you talk into the mic? Please? Great. That'd be great. Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, that's, that's, better. that's yeah, so yeah. much better. Yeah. Okay. Alice, there. Like, I'm, I'm Alex from yeah. Car Throttle. You may have heard of Car Throttle. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. If not, it's an automotive YouTube channel. Yeah. That, that, that uh, yeah. Automotive YouTube channel. Uh, we have 2.1 million subscribers. Thank you great. very much. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. How many of you have? Yeah. Brilliant. Cool. Carry on. Cool. Yeah, we do cool features, series, stuff like that. So, yeah. Subscribe to Car Throttle. There'll be a link in the description. Yeah. Yeah, all right, the way down. Right the so right far. Yeah, right You'll have to yeah. scroll for about 10 years. <laughs> okay, let's dive straight into three-word race reviews for the British Grand Prix. Alex, I'm going straight to you. Uh, can you give me three words to describe the British Grand Prix? I'm going to go, Matt, with bad start, bro. Bad start, bro. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and what? I'm, I kind of know what you mean, but please elaborate. I actually watched the race. Yeah. I'm you, you sent me a reminder. I sent yeah. you a reminder. Both of you sent me reminders on Slack, <laughs> which was very useful. <laughs> yeah. Because I was actually fitting a light in my mother's bathroom. Were you? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, it worked out well. Same time as watching. So, bad start, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing track, aren't I? Losing yes. focus. <laughs> You've already got uh, yeah, Lewis Hamilton started on pole at Silverstone, right? Everyone, everyone was loving it. He was going to bring it home. And then he just he just lost his mind, didn't he? In Bottled the beginning. It. Mm. Bottled it. He did. Yeah, he did. Bottled it. Yeah, the clutch or something like that. Or the... Launch control. They don't. They don't no, have launch don't control. Know, no. 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 But yeah, poor start. He lost what? Four places. Three. three? Yeah. Well, yeah. and then a lot and then, more. And then, and then a lot three. More. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Um, uh, Ali, let's go with your. Were you actually watched the entire race? <laughs> I did. Because you were there. there. I was. You there. didn't go get a pizza. I didn't. Okay. I didn't go and get food. I decided we changed you to the seat. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't move. Even after Hartley retired on lap one. That was very, very, very frustrating and disappointing. Very upset when that happened. Um, but my three-word race view is uh, championship still alive. It wasn't ever not going to be alive. We're only midway through yeah, the no, season. Like, fair enough. But what I mean by that was that compared to last year, by this point, it was. I think it was pretty much over. I don't was know it? if it was. I think it was. Yeah, I think it, it was it over. This, was, this was probably the tipping point, I guess, last year that it but started it, to go it, downhill. But it was still. But it's nice was. that there's still. It wasn't. There's I still think a, it was over a battle going on. Still Singapore, Singapore last probably, year. Yeah. yeah. Really? I thought yeah. it was much earlier. Anyway, um, thanks, Ali, for that. Cheers. You're welcome. <laughs> you just got wrecked. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with um, incredibly intense ending. Uh, I made that up on the spot. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah, well uh, and obviously, uh, I guess for people that watch the race, if you haven't, again, why are you here? But yeah, it was it, it was so tense at the end, just sat there in the grandstands knowing that it was like 10, 15 laps to go. And it was just on a knife's edge. You didn't know who was going to win. You had Bottas and Hamilton staying out and you had the two Ferraris on the softer tyre. And I absolutely loved it. I genuinely, I think that was the most exciting end of a race I've seen in a very long time. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Epic. Tommy. Uh, mine is Vettel Hamilton epic. 
Well, I mean, please don't. I mean, you've literally used one word to describe <laughs> the race and then two drivers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, the reason for it is uh, despite people, obviously, everyone's going to have a side that they prefer, especially a lot of people that, if you like Hamilton, a lot of people dislike Vettel and vice versa. But that was a race where the two of them, for very different reasons, just showcased why they are so good and why they are the best at what they do. Hamilton coming through the field from dead last year, he messed up his start, but his drive back through the field was awesome. And, you know, regardless of all the moaning and all the controversy that happened afterwards, still an amazing race. And Vettel as well just ran away at the front and then he had to, you know, win it back and made an awesome move to do it. And mm. let's hope it, like Ali said, it goes down to the final final round. Good point. Uh, final round. We've got a competition which I mentioned at the start of the, the video, uh, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. So you have a chance to win two grandstand tickets to the 2018 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. All you have to do is like the video and comment who you think is going to win, Hamilton or Vettel. Very simple. Uh, they're three-day tickets, including Thursday public pit lane walk, and uh, it's going to be a Hopefully, an amazing race if uh, it all goes down to the wire. We all yeah. love a, a championship that goes down to the wire because, you know, otherwise it's a little bit, takes the edge off a little bit, doesn't it? Of the yeah. Race. But uh, I'm, I genuinely think with the way this, this championship's going, it could very much go down to the wire. I mean, it was, an, it was awesome last year when we were there. Imagine what it's going to be like this year if it does go down to that yeah. final round. The atmosphere would just be incredible well Abu Dhabi awesome. worked really well on on uh, or Yas Marina worked really well on getting like fans involved so even like last year it wasn't a championship like defining race but the whole week we had a great week while we were out there um so even if it's not a, an amazing race it's still a fun enjoyable time to be out in Abu Dhabi in my opinion anyway speaking but, of fun and enjoyable uh, they uh, uh, if you're there for the weekend uh, they have the weekend playing which is uh, uh, the, the act uh <laughs> Lovely little tie-in. Guns yep. N' Roses and Sam Smith. Sam Smith's probably my, my favourite. No, Guns N' Roses. Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. That, would be, that would be amazing. That would be good. Yeah. All right, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Three-word race review from some fans. We have at Dan Morris underscore one, best battles yet. R Batala 14, most exciting race. And Ferk 55, this is F1. Yeah, it is, isn't it? it I mean, is, it, was, yeah. it sure was F1. It's what we live for, though, isn't it? That's the yeah. kind of racing that we, we we hope to see and do, do you know uh, i'm not the biggest f1 fan no i know as we all know absolutely but i watched that pretty much from start to finish and i actually with the light bulb change with, yeah. no it was actually the light fitting oh. the whole oh. light fitting oh but yeah, i watched i watched i'd say 95 percent of that race and i was i was pretty much thrilled by it thrilled yeah to That's see a... to see hamilton mess up at the beginning and then to just uh you know smash his way through the pack yeah it was incredible yeah and yeah like like you said before that's that's why he's such an amazing driver because when he's so focused and when you've got all the fans there and he could probably hear everyone screaming his name yeah just to just to go through <laughs> and you could also see that the other drivers there was that kind of respect there they didn't mess around they're mm. like oh Hamilton's there i'm actually going to move to the left or move to the right yeah and they they all pretty much let him pass because they knew there's no point in even trying to fight no he had that one goal in my to get on the podium or well, to get first he didn't yeah. quite make it yeah. but it was it was nice it was just i was just like yes yeah come a, on son it was a fantastic drive from him and i think he mentioned after the race that he'd lost like three kilograms in body weight pushing yeah. which is more than wow. the average 
it's about two, yeah. one and a half, two, you usually lose. But three kilograms of body weight, you know, he said he had absolutely no energy at the end. Uh, seriously, think, oh, there's an ambulance going past. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Cheers. <laughs> Selfish. Um, yeah, so, it's, <laughs> but it's just, it was great. To, I mean, because obviously Lewis at the end of the race, which we'll probably touch on, you know, he, he didn't even go to, to be interviewed because he said he was just completely so tired. drained. Yeah. Which is fair enough. You can like you could just see when he was banging in lap times, a second, a second and a half quicker than better when he was coming through the field. It was just ridiculous. It's yeah. so hot as well. Also, also like, the podium, sorry, the Park Fermi interviews, terrible idea. Yeah, get rid of it already. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah, because into him on the podium just, when they've had a breather. I get the idea behind it that it's meant to be the raw emotion of when they get out of the car. But actually, they get out of the car and they're sort of dazed and everyone's like, oh, what's going on? And it's the total opposite yeah. of how it's yeah. meant to be. I think it's, I think it's good for qualifying. I think qualifying, they haven't done an entire race. They're buzzing from the adrenaline, mm. but they're not knackered. So they, they, they'll be like, yeah, because I think that's when they've caught Vettel at much better times than after, like, you know, maybe a little bit later. He's buzzing. He's like, yeah, it's amazing that, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's great. But the race, I do agree. Um, but we and we've got like when they have the cool down room like that I prefer yeah. to having them being interviewed. I'd rather I, focus more in on that. I feel like that's more emotion in there as well because yeah. the, you you have the mic on the camera and you do pick up little bits here and there. But that's when they're actually like talking yeah. with each other. Yeah, that's cool. and they think there's not they haven't got when to worry about PR. Interviewed. But there's still a camera in there, and that is, that I think is better because yeah. you do get slight little things here and there between the drivers where one that's, would be yeah, like, that's where you see where they're properly human because when they do interviews they're just PR machines aren't they yeah. exactly yeah. exactly uh, a few more race reviews uh, this is where I can very much um, uh, relate uh, at DKM Graham water the grass and at james.brooker.90 I've got sunburn I'm pretty sure I must have made that account I'm James Brooker I, yeah I mean I was getting absolutely roasted it, it was, was amazing so weather so hot I think it was like 53 degrees track temperature at Silverstone yeah. which wow. is I guess that maybe it was to do with the track resurfacing as well, like absorbing yeah. the heat yeah. better. But yeah. Um, yeah, 53 degrees kind of threw up a bit of a bit of spice, yeah. didn't it, with the tyres and whatnot yeah. kind of going Finally, quicker. two stops. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's probably time. pushed because of the safety because car. Because of the safety car, but yeah, but they still needed to do it. So, and so let's, let's begin at the start of the race with a few more uh, three-word race reviews. Uh, JP.Valverde, Conspiracy Theory Galore, Blake Holden underscore 13, Tinfoil Caps, Mariam.a underscore five. Was it deliberate? And M. Jones Golden, Ferrari paid Raikkonen. Hamilton yeah. and Raikkonen <laughs> crash at turn three. Oh. I think the conspiracy, conspiracy theories are ridiculous. Like, yes. just get in the bin. Unless you're doing it for a bit of banter, fine. I'm, I'm fine with a bit of jokes. But if you're being serious that you think that Kimi has wiped out Hamilton because someone's told him to, that is ridiculous. He's Kimi, literally the last person on the yeah, grid who would Kimi ever does not that. care. Like, yeah. he would not do that. He is a world yeah. champion. He's not going to yeah. do that. Also, their theory behind it is that Vettel also did it to Bottas in... Yeah. Why would Vettel risk his car? And why would yeah. Vettel hit Bottas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One, why would he hit Bottas? And two, why would he ruin his own car in his championship hopes? It's yeah. just first corner incident. Yeah. You know, he messed up. But to be fair to these, uh, these fans, it's easy to sort of mock these fans and go, oh my God, you're so stupid for thinking this. What were Mercedes thinking someone like Toto Wolf saying, like fueling the fire and saying... That's ridiculous. James Allison, he's the last person you think would make a joke about it. Shall I read yeah. the quote? I'll read the quote. Here we go. Toto Wolf said, to word it in James Allison's words, do you think it is deliberate or incompetence? And that is where I leave us with a judgment. I mean, it's fine for like drivers in the heat at the moment to come up with something like that, but for a, a team boss to 
fuel a fire like that. That's I mean, just... I can understand Team Boss probably probably pretty fuming as well at the end of the race. But yeah, I, <laughs> I like it. I like the fact that there's there's sort of rumors and conspiracy theories going around because it adds a bit more fuel and excitement to the. Oh, it's great for us. It's great for us. Great for us. We can't you complain. Want a bit of like, I. I I've always said that I hate all this rubbish of like on social media where it's like, oh, we're best friends. We love each other so much. Let's race together. No, I want to see you guys like, you know, going at it like proper championship scrap. As long as it obviously doesn't get ridiculously (laughs) dirty or whatever, but you want a fierce but enjoyable rivalry. So, yeah. Yeah. And Hamilton also added to the fire. He said the team did a great job this weekend and there's been a lot of pressure on for us all. Interesting tactics, I would say, from their side, but we will do what we can to fight them in the next few races. <laughs> I mean, Hamilton, yeah, that was on his Instagram, wasn't it? As well, or was, or was that no, that was um, uh, no, that, that was wasn't that Instagram. was his that quote. Was uh, his apology was on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, he was kind of adding it with the interesting tactics. Didn't say yeah. outright that Ferrari did something, but yeah. interesting tactics obviously mm. alludes to Raikkonen hitting him. But Raikkonen straight away after in the perk. Um, Park Fermi, Park Fermi, Park uh, interviews after straight after he got out of the car. Martin Brundle was like, you know, what do you think about the yeah. your uh, your penalty? And he goes, well, you know, I hit him, so I deserve a penalty. You know, I, yeah. it was my fault. I hit him. I'm sorry, but we're both on the podium. So he kind of straight away. And of course, he was like, I, I I did something wrong, but you learn from lessons, and everyone's a fine. So great segue, Ali. Raikkonen penalty at Vergsach. Vettel got five-second penalty in France for doing the same thing as Raikkonen and Silverstone last week, who got 10 seconds. Why is there a double standard? One when you hit Hamilton and one for the others. F1 has no consistency. Now, this is something I noticed as well mm. straight away. Watching, I was like, why has he got a 10-second penalty when Vettel last time? Because I don't know what they're judging it on because it, it literally does seem like double standards because you've got Vettel that hit Bottas, completely ruined Bottas's car and race, and got five-second penalty. And then you have Raikkonen... Maybe it's because Raikkonen was still at the front and carried Raikkonen on. Got away. I, I saw something yeah. about that as well, where Vettel ruined his car. So, so both cars were ruined and they both had to go to the pit, whereas Hamilton spun out and went all the way to the back, but Raikkonen still kept a position yeah. or kept yeah. his position. I, un- I understand that theory, but again, it's what we said last week, that penalties shouldn't be on a conditional yeah. basis. It should be just, Straight this is a penalty. Yeah. And you could argue that you can't get any more similarity between incidents. Yes, F1 has a lot of different incidents, so it's hard to say this is the penalty for this. But in terms of it's a car taking out a car on lap one, very similar incident should be the same, really. Definitely. And uh, I I don't know what the reason... Yeah, that's the only reasoning I can think of is the fact that Raikkonen got away with it. But it just doesn't make sense that, as you say, it shouldn't be a case-by-case basis. It should be a flat-line rule and uh, I'm, I'm, I was a little bit baffled. What did you think, Alex? I think that maybe a bit of human emotion got involved with it because everyone was so hyped on Hamilton winning. Yeah. And I think... <laughs> One the, of the stewards has gone, give him a black yeah. flag. The no, stewards in his... I, I think yeah. had they not gone for, for 10 seconds, then everyone would have been up in arms. And, you know, it's we're, we're literally in football fever at the moment, Hamilton fever, and I think they needed to make a bit of an example of Raikkonen and say, look, emotion. we support... We support our man. We need to, you know, we need to go top draw penalty here. <laughs> the stewards are biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. But it yeah, could I, be. I think Raikkonen definitely deserved the 10 seconds. I think Vettel got away with it so lightly in, in, um, in France. I, I can't believe he only got five seconds for that. Anyway, Hamilton backlash. 
this is obviously alluding to the fact that he was a little bit of a, a crybaby. Um, Kevin DM underscore photo, Hamilton sore loser. And we have a question in from Fahan. I'm just not even going to try and pronounce that. Why does Hamilton start moaning and complaining every time things don't go his way? Surely Raikkonen was wrong and made a stupid blunder, but Hamilton was only in that position because of his own poor start. He's a four-time champion. His team has to console him every time. Why? Because Good he's point. a racing driver. Yeah. It's just emotion, isn't it? Yeah, it's easy. It's easy to say it. Like, I mean, if you're watching the TV and you're shouting and annoyed and it doesn't affect you at all, think how a racing driver feels when it is actually their, not life on the line, but their like, you know, career and all this kind of stuff. Of course, they're going to be emotional about it. All the best drivers moan at everything. You know, Vettel... Vettel told Charlie Whiting to jog on. As, as, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, Alonso's always, you know, moaning, moaning on the radio. Yeah. All these drivers. Yeah, it's just it's just part of Formula One. And yeah, he it gets broadcast, so of course people are going to be like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. Because at the start he was like, oh, my uh, floor's broken, the car's still not right. I think I've got damage. I think there was a lot of radio going yeah. on, wasn't there, at the start? There was, yeah. And also think of the pressure and expectation that was on Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, he had the most to lose out of everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, quite rightly, he's going to be he's going to be a bit miffed and a bit sad. And also in qualifying, he said that he put in 100%. And he yeah. was... Because I watched, I think, the post-qualifying interview and he looked ruined. Mm. Like, he was a shadow of a man, <laughs> a shadow of his former self. So, I think, I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is probably the weekend where he's put in the most amount of effort and he's also had the most amount of pressure although he's not winning championships yet but the expectation on that man was just unreal definitely the expectation um maybe even got to him a little bit he's a very emotional guy isn't he yeah and you can only imagine the amount of media and everything like the things that you don't even think about that he would have had to have done around the weekend which would have added to that pressure you know are you going to win this weekend etc etc um, and also another point I just thought of, you know, I don't like listening to Hamilton crying over the radio and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, he's talking to his team and we're getting a snippet of what he's talking to his team about. Mm. Like, he's not saying this to people yeah. that are watching. Like, it's also, all about... yeah, w- w- I had this discussion as well with someone that, of course, he's going to report that about his car potentially being damaged. Mm. Yeah. Like, he's giving information to his, you know. He's got to let the team, team know how it feels after an incident. Mm. Because, of course, only their data can only show so much. And sometimes that data doesn't track things that maybe the driver can feed back or the telemetry breaks or whatever. So he is genuinely, as a, as a racing driver, just going to let the team know what he thinks the car is like. And I'm pretty sure in the team radio, when he said, I think it's damaged after like the third time of the floor is damaged or something, I think they came back and said um, something along the lines of, we're looking into it, it doesn't look broken from our point of view you're setting fastest laps just go out there and smash it yeah so i think the disappointing thing as well about his complaining on the radio and i think if he could do it again because obviously he's now apologized on social media and stuff but if he could do it again you think that was a really good drive and sure you didn't win the british grand prix but after lap one, you were looking at vettel getting 25 points and him yeah, getting zero absolutely. you made his way back to second place Everyone, we were there in the crowd. Everyone was loving it. Everyone was cheering him every single lap. He put on a show for everyone. He should have been up on the podium being like, I'm still in this. 
look what I can do even when I'm last. You know, he could have taken that approach. Yeah, he could have. Um, and that's just Lewis, I think, as his personality. Like, he's just not that kind. He just immediately will hit the negative and be like, well, I haven't won and I've let people down. When in reality, everyone was buzzing the fact he finished second and yeah. was even on the podium. So, uh, yeah, as you mentioned about the, the, the apology. Uh, he said, Kimmy, this, about the Kimmy incident, he said, Kimmy said, sorry, and I accept it and we move on. It was a racing incident and nothing more. Sometimes we say dumb, mm, and we learn from it. <laughs> Self-censoring. Nice. Uh, and then also about the whole sore loser thing. I'm so disappointed in myself after yesterday's race when I left you all with the perception of a sore loser, as I honestly don't feel I am, and worst of all, allowed you the opportunity to mm on me. Lay false claims to my name, <laughs> of which my family and I have worked so hard for, but you know what? It's okay. I can accept that. Accept that. I deserve it mostly, and will try to do better and be better. So you can clearly see he's still taking it to heart. Like I deserve this this punishment from the media and he's, stuff. When yeah. in reality, it's it's not that bad at all. And every, like Hamilton fans are Hamilton fans, and they will stick with mm. him through and through. Uh, there's obviously people that will be quick to criticise, but let's move on to someone who's even worse than Hamilton, Antonio Ferrucci. Well, it's Antonio, isn't it? San, Santeri, San, Santino. Santino. Santino okay, let's just call him Ferrucci. Uh, I don't know why I called him Antonio. It's definitely not Antonio. F2. Question. Yeah. Oh, is he the guy texting? Yes. Yes, that yeah. guy. Oh, see, I know something, right? <laughs> Damn. Yes, yeah. That's not the incident we're going to talk about, okay. but that's what he did do as There's well. Lot, uh, he yeah. just does not care. So for people that didn't know, uh, Ferrucci is an F2 driver, and he's had an absolute meltdown. So one of the things he did do was have a racing glove off when he was going from one paddock to the other, he was he had his phone in his hand whilst he was driving it. Um, he, but got, he got fined for that. He got fined yeah. for that. 6,000 or something. But, yeah. um, but more importantly, uh, after the race, he crashed into the back of his teammate, Arjun Maney, uh, or his right rear, because of some uh, antics that had gone on in the race. And uh, <laughs> he had an absolute meltdown on Twitter, didn't he? I mean, he was replying to a Sky Sports F1 tweet as if Arjun Maney had made it, going, yeah. well, yeah, well, you, you should have seen what you did to me in the race, mate. Like, yeah, he, he, that he was shared, Sky Sports tweeting it, mate. He shared sure. the uh, video of Maney, Having uh, a breakdown. Paul Rickard, when yeah. um, he had his big radio outburst and he was really upset about the car and everything. And he was like, well, at least I didn't cry on the radio yeah. like a baby or whatever. He's replying to a like, media outlet. Yeah. And this is so long after the race. Like, Regardless of where you think it's a PR stunt, obviously we're talking about Hamilton. That is so long after the race. He's calmed down. He's gone, look, this is my fault. This guy is still ranting on Twitter. Um, you know, it, how to kill your career. Can, you, can you imagine what he must have been like as a child? He well, must have been Still terrible. is a child, apparently. I feel so sorry for his parents. Yeah. Well, no, the, the thing, I saw things saying that apparently him and his dad were both were acting yeah. stupidly and bullying Arjun Maney in the, in the pit yeah. garage the and whole that, weekend. And uh, Trident, his team, have acknowledged that. So he's been he's been banned for four races, four races yeah. two rounds, for doing that um, crushing into the back. Yeah. But the team have sided with Maney, said, we we are aware of this situation, that essentially him and his family are bullying, saying, bullying basically, yeah. his teammate. And the incident, we're getting lawyers involved. He's not going to race again for them. And Good. he's a Haas... He's a house reserve driver as well. He is, yeah. For yeah. F1. Yeah. yeah. For F1. And they've they've come out and said, we're reviewing the situation, which you think they've got to let him go, Just surely. Just go. Like, it's disgusting. Like, I don't like to see that in, in any forms of life. But in, the, in the motorsport as well, Like you can't get away from your teammate and... It just, uh, just whatever, just get in the bin. Did you, see, like, did you see the thing that also came out, which I'm not sure why um, 
but also it might have been a distraction tactic from him. But there's the news story that he tried to run Trump make America yes. great again on his car and it got refused. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this guy needs to nah, just, just go and do a different career. Needs to work in a factory. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's our thoughts on it. <laughs> back to the race. Anyway, back to the British Grand Prix. Uh, so many incidents. Grosjean crash with signs. Uh, that annoys me so much. Grosjean, 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 Grosjean. Like, you've, you've had such a bad season. Signs is around the outside of you going into cops. You've got... He was ahead as well. Like, there is no point putting your car there to go side by side into Magus and Beckett. It's just... Just let the position go and try again down hanger straight. Yeah. But instead, he stays there. He loses... Oh, my God, as Lights well. Grosjean's radio. Oh, he turned into me. What What world are you in? Did you not see the onboards? He's, yeah. he's, he lost oh, the car. Did you not feel like the house mechanic when was almost trying to interrupt him from saying stuff, thinking, <laughs> don't say stuff, you're going to get rinsed on yeah. social media yeah. for this. Like, he's already got that reputation of being a bit moany and stuff. And the house guy was like, right, shut Like, come on. Like, like you say, he should have backed out. He's... He just again needed a clean race and I was watching it back and uh, funnily enough on the same lap which is when um, Verstappen went round the outside of Kimi and that was right near us where we were watching and the two of them went side by side down the straight and Max was still on the outside and despite Kimi's advantage he knew to back out Yeah, and he backed out, Max went round the outside and Kimi got him later on in the race Yeah, that's what Grosjean should have done like yeah, it seems, it's a bit of a racing incident, but... It seems like so many of it. his incidents are him lighting up the rear tyres or losing control of the back end. If you think in uh, Baku, under the safety car, lost the rear end, went into a wall. Uh, uh, yep. Catalonia, yep. at the start of a race. Yes, Magnussen kind of messed up a little bit and so it threw him off, but again, he lost the rear end, spun around and did yep. a smokescreen. And this again, Sainz goes around the outside and he tries to floor it to get up around the inside, but Lights up the rear tires and this is the back end. I don't know if he let up the rear tires, but he might like, not have done. Yeah. But he got the, he, he, you could tell he got a swapper on. Didn't yeah, he, he just yeah, got yeah, one he, and he oversteered. Yeah, yeah, it was just lack of grip on that, of, on that part of the track. Yeah, and, um, yeah I oh, just grows on. Just really, yeah. Unfortunately for me, it seems like for some reason he's just hit this horrific run of form, and it, now he's got so much expectation. People are expecting him to crash. It's just a, the, he's become a meme, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He has. the team, the yeah. team principal. Um, Steiner, Gunter, Gunter Steiner, yeah. Um, he was, yeah, pretty savage to him. There's a there's a quote from him, something like, "Yeah, it's getting really frustrating now." And normally they're the ones that stay cool yeah, and protect their driver. The but you think, how long has he got left? At Ollie in motion, does Haas need two new drivers to fulfil the potential of their car? Um, no, I think Magnussen's doing he's a pretty good right. job. To be fair, I think right. he's doing what the car is able to to produce. But yeah, Grosjean needs to be replaced, in my opinion. By Charles. Yeah? Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Genuinely. Um, I heard on the grapevine, potentially, uh, that Esteban might go to Renault. Esteban Ocon's going to Renault? Potentially. Wow. Next year. That's You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. Not going to say who I by th- who, but yeah. I think, yeah, it's, it's weird with Haas because you'd think, get Charles Leclerc, he's probably going to go to Ferrari next year. And like you said, I think I think he could do so much better in that car. He'd be he'd be banging out points every race. Well, he'd probably, be like probably high points. He'd be probably like fifth every race. Ferrari or Haas. Sorry, 
uh, house. So you said Ferrari until today. until next year when he okay. will inevitably go to Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know why I, I just dropped that Esteban in because I thought it was good for transfer goss. Anyway, um, <laughs> final fifteen laps. Uh, we have some more race review words things things. Uh, Erdogandamelden. Wow, that's a wow. Erdogandamelden. Why? Why do people have usernames like this? I thank you, Ericsson. Yes, I thank Ericsson <laughs> a lot. Casper uh, v. Gotham. Carnage, carnage everywhere. Tome Sandfins. Just simply amazing. Yurk1702. Exciting action chaos. Not one of those usernames are normal. You are like <laughs> English. I think Tommy does that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Tommy. You just, yeah. you, that's not their usernames, is it? <laughs> um, so I, just, yeah. I just hammer the keys and go, <laughs> there you go, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, Ericsson. Definitely. I mean, that was Ericsson it lovely just on a knife edge when it was looking like it was going to be very much to the end pretty chill the, the um, grandstands erupted that's like the one yeah. thing was like it was like when we scored against sweden it was like the swedish helped the british fans be so happy this weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as he went out everyone just was like <gasps> buzzing and then, and then a safety car came out and it just I watched, erupted i watched the race back and it's really really harsh but i watched the race back and uh when ericsson crashed he got out of the car and um you, the crowd were cheering and uh ben is ben edwards the commentator isn't he yeah. he was like um uh the crowd are cheering there as ericsson gets out of his car and i was like sorry they're definitely cheering because the safety, safety car, car. Yeah. 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 Helps they don't care if he's all right yeah yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah i mean there was there was like applause when he was walking away and it stuff, was quite and a heavy it was a heavy hit, hit. yeah, oh, yeah it think, was pretty scary I, I don't think they'll do the DRS, DRS, DRS next one. year and no. too risky it's, yeah Especially when you've got Ericsson behind the wheel. Angry. Uh, Angry yeah, but, and, and Safety Car came out and it was just tense, wasn't it? Did uh, Actually, this at F1 Jams, I was about to ask it myself, but he's, he's coming there. Why have Mercedes made multi- multiple strategic errors when Safety Cars come out? For me, and I think I was discussing with, with this with you, Tommy, it, it wasn't a strategic error. If anything, it was a great play from them and it gave them an opportunity to win the race. Because if... Well, apart from Bottas, maybe would have won, but obviously, it's I guess maybe like they want Hamilton to potentially win as well. A little bit of that. It worked really well for Hamilton. Yeah, it worked really well for him because obviously he then beat Bottas. He wouldn't have beat him if they'd both pit. So maybe there's a little bit of inter-team like, okay, Bottas, we've given you the chance to win when in fact they knew that Vettel was going to get him on fresh softs compared to old mediums. Yeah. And it, it was a great move from Vettel. I still think Bottas could have done more. No, I was I watched it back and. I remember you saying that to me and I watched it back and I actually thought it was really clever the way he positioned his car because um, if you watch it back, he made quite a few moves, tried to go around the outside, all that kind of stuff, and it wasn't working. So he did one lap where he stuck behind Bottas and didn't make a move. So then on the next lap, he made it feel like Bottas, he made it feel like Bottas, uh, like he wasn't going to go for the move again. And it was right at the last second in the breaking zone. He He didn't, get the DRS and pull alongside. He just waited till the braking zone and knew yeah. he'd get that Sorry, corner. this was Vettel. This was yeah, Vettel, yeah. That was an incredible overtake. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That was he amazing. Was really clever. The way, like, he... It was like a, a move that was like it. three laps in the making yeah, yeah, yeah. almost. It was awesome. That's German efficiency for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, yeah, it was a really, really good move. Don't get me wrong. But um, I just think still Bottas... He had know, nothing I, left, though, to be fair. On yeah, the tires, he didn't so, have yeah. anything left. But I think for me... With Bottas, if he has nothing left, he's got to push Vettel to the limit uh, when with defensive moves. Like Bot- if that was Max Verstappen in the lead on old tyres, he would have pushed Vettel everywhere. Off the track. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, but like he would have. Well, he would have. He would have. Yeah, he would have yeah, yeah. been. He would have got his elbows out more than Bottas, who 
yeah, can be seen as a respectful driver. But that he, Vettel knew that Bottas wouldn't do anything yeah. to him mm. to, to, to stop him going through. Whereas Max or whatever, Lewis even, he would have fought harder yeah. to, to keep that victory, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but yeah, not taking anything away from Vettel's move. It was fantastic. And it was a great mind game, sort of three yeah. lap um, sort of pr- preparation move. But yeah, I still think Bottas could have done more. And then obviously Hamilton got through on Bottas as well. Did Bottas let him go? Probably. But um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was great for Hamilton, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it seemed as though Bottas, in my opinion, from what I saw, he just didn't have amazing pace throughout the whole weekend. No, he didn't. Um, I mean, after the first couple of laps, Vettel's gone. Gone, yeah. And and Bottas is just kind of in his own little middle ground between Kimi fighting with the Red Bulls and Vettel halfway up the track. So, yeah, yeah Bottas, be, I don't think, yeah, was really there. Yeah, to be fair to Mercedes, like, they had to try something. Yeah. If it had worked you would have gone, oh, that's genius. It's all hindsight. Yeah. It would have been genius because I was surprised at, despite soft tires for Vettel, new soft tires, Bottas on the mediums, DRS, it still wasn't easy. Mm. It still wasn't easy at all. Yeah, and it was close. Like I think the straight line speeds are just... I genuinely think, as I said, the strategic play from Mercedes wasn't an error at all because if Hamilton had pit, he would have come out in sixth he would have had to pass both Red Bulls, which I think which he would have, would have done. done easily. Yeah. But then he had the Ferrari of Kimi, who would have been on soft tyres as well. And Kimi didn't get hit, uh, Hamilton, did he? So Kimi, Kimi yeah. finished third. But they, like, I think they probably, if they had pitted, yeah. Bottas would have finished Ham- second, yeah. and Hamilton yeah. would have maybe finished third or fourth. Third or fourth, yeah. So in my opinion, I don't think it was a blunder at all. Ali, what do you think, Weck? Yeah, I think exactly <laughs> the same thing. Because no, I, I had no idea, because when the first safety car happened, I turned straight <laughs> to Tommy and I was like, why isn't he pitting? I have no idea. I just yeah. didn't quote that bit. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're on. welcome. Uh, yeah, I turned straight to Tommy and was like, Hamilton needs to pick, get fresh tyres on, and blah, 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 blah. As, as I think a lot of people did think the same. And Tommy was like, well, no, because he's now got the track position for mm. him. He pitted quite late as well, didn't he? Yeah, so he kind of so, had yeah. fresh ish tyres. Yeah. It worked out really well for them, I think. And I think if there wasn't a second safety car, he could have changed more for the, the, the actual win. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, another thing that needs to be mentioned, which actually wasn't on this podcast list, was um, the fact that we had a hat trick of uh, of our retirements. So we had yeah. uh, Verstappen going out with uh, a gearbox failure. We had yeah. uh, Hartley, just Hartley, being <laughs> being Hartley, just wasn't not, Hartley's just fault. not knowing how to it drive. Was not Hartley's <laughs> fault. It's not Hartley's fault. Toro Rosso screwed him over. You're a big fan of Hartley, are you? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, They, yeah. they just weren't able to fix his car in time, were they? But they just put his car out. Is yeah. that I don't I understand. Like, yeah. send him out for one lap and then he it was like, cruised, oh, actually, He cruised yeah. past us at like yeah. 20 miles I was like, Hartley's going full speed, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> but where was Charles? Yeah, Matt, great. Thanks. Charles? I thought we'd just mention, yeah, Charles, uh, unfortunately. Well, again, it wasn't his fault either. You no. know, just not yeah. putting right. a tyre on properly. But that's again, you know, that's what it shows in F1 pit lane, how much pressure there is on the team to just do an amazing pit stop. We did a pit stop at Silverstone, didn't we, a few days yeah. ago and seven we were dreadful seven. Tommy I mean wow. the drill what were you doing me and Ali were just <laughs> stand, standing there just waiting for you to take the tyre off but nope don't worry but it just shows that you know it is difficult it's not it's, easy when you look at them on TV they're just straight in they, they get inch perfect with the wheel nut and it's just beam beam done and then Tommy then, was there like undoing each one with a flipping screwdriver yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah to be fair the um, it does make you think though Two second pit stops. There's that fine margin of okay, you save a tenth of a second, which at the end of the race might mean absolutely sod all. Mm. And also, you could lose the race because it's not done properly. 
Like yeah. with Charles. Charles. <clears throat> Poor Charles. I love the amount of tweets that are just like, oh, Charles. And then it's just everyone just spelling it like it's Charles. <laughs> A-R-R-R-R-L-L-L-L-L. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you see um, did you see my message about Charles being at Simply Race? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where we did our 24-hour sim race. The, and me and Ali drove past Simply Race. Yeah. Did you? The door yeah. was open. We're like, oh, we could go in and say hi. And we're like, no, we're not. Got home. <laughs> Charles Leclerc's oh, Instagram man. story. Oh, well, I would have been uh, fuming if you'd have gone there. And I, I would yeah. have loved it. I would have loved you to have a selfie with him. The main reason is just so me and Ali could have took a picture with him and said it to you like, how's it going, I would have blocked you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's move on to driver of the day now. So, driver of the day. Alex? It's got to be Hamilton. I, I think everyone's going to say Hamilton, right? It's a good Surely. shout. Go on, Ali? Uh, yeah, Hamilton did really well, of course. Um, but he does have a fantastic car. And he does. Not many it people made it easy. quite oh, easy yeah. for the overtakes on the straights because it is, as the lost the track now is flat out, it's power track and mm. Mercedes has the best power. Yeah, top five fuel consumption track and... Yeah, go the, watch our videos, find out more. Um, yeah, SO um, video, cheers. Uh, but Hulkenberg did really well and Ocon did really well. They're like, I think, kind of notable mentions, but probably driver of the day is still Hamilton to be able to come from the back to still yeah. get into second. Yeah, that's nuts. Tom A. Vettel. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Vettel fanboy. Uh, no, I mean, to be fair, they were both absolutely awesome, yeah. but I'd just give it to Vettel at the fact that Hamilton did mess up his start. Yeah, yeah it wasn't he put his him in that, that he got yeah, crashed. Like, sure. essentially... Hamilton did an error. Vettel did nothing wrong in yeah. all race. You can I mean, he, Vettel had a great start. And also, considering it's a power track, why wasn't Bottas <laughs> behind him the whole time? Vettel had the pace just to best take away. So yeah, I think with that, that, I think there was there was some kind of um, sort of str- strategy with that because Bottas seemed to just fall away, but then was very much starting to close in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was more just to keep his tyres in check because it can still affect the car like five seconds behind, like the wake of of uh, Vettel going through the air, being disturbed and whatnot. So I feel like maybe that was even a, a play for them just to stay back. I mean, five, six seconds was a little bit maybe too much. I don't know. But Bottas was very much closing in on Vettel the, the rest of the race. Yeah. But it seemed like it was a little, too little too late at the end. But mm. What yeah. about you? What about, you? Uh, what about me? What about me? Uh, well, obviously, Hamilton's a great shout. He you know, was fantastic. He, fl- I, he was in sixth by about lap 12. It yeah, was that was ridiculous. Yeah. ridiculousness. Of it, um, yeah. I think that more shows... Uh, but then I, I say it more shows the car, but I guarantee Bottas would probably be 12th uh, at the end of lap 10 or 12. Because yeah. Bottas, I think, well, I guess France is a bit of a difficult comparison because his car was screwed. But I still think not many people would have got uh, th- uh, as quickly through the field as Hamilton. Uh, maybe that's just because it's Hamilton. Everyone's like, oh my God. And Esteban mm. Ocon and whatnot would just move out of the way because it's Force <laughs> India. But um, yeah, I think Vettel's also a great shout. Uh, Hulkenberg, I noticed like the two Renaults went for a completely different strategy for everyone else. Maybe that actually played into their hands because they went on, started on the mediums and then went to the hards, the blue, the blue stripe tyres, which not many of the cars did. They were doing so, well, I think. So um, yes, yeah, so they did really well. Um, but you, you've, you've got to give it to Hamilton, I think, um, as races, much as I'm reluctant yeah. to, to give it to him. When it's so good at the front, it's one of those races where when we have the dull race, there's so much to talk about in the midfield, but uh, without being harsh, like you bet you barely even could compute what was going on just because the battle at the front was so, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I truly believe that Hamilton did use every ounce of his energy as yeah. well. Like, yeah. I genuinely believe that thing that he said about his three kilograms and whatnot. Yeah. So that's why I uh, give him drive of the day. And uh, I, I think that's one of the first times I've ever done that. So Quick question. Uh, that's weird. Yes. Where were the Red Bulls? Where were they? Yeah. As yeah. in pace-wise? Yeah. Yeah. It's did, power track. So. Did you see... Um, so they... Uh, tw- they were 21 miles an hour slower on the straight. Really? Kilometers, wow. surely. No, 
miles an hour, hundred wow. percent. I was that, not good. I, I saw it. I was like, that must be kilometers. Uh, twenty-one on hangar stray. The Stappen was twenty-one miles an hour. Are you sure? Raikkonen. Yeah, hundred percent. Is it? Is Even, it also yeah. like an eighty or ninety mile race or something like that? Or is it? Maybe, how long I have is no idea lap? how long it is. Well, the, the, lap the, is like the race track would be like four, four miles, three is miles. It? Yeah. Three, four um, miles. Yeah. That's that's a lot of it is. time to lose. Well, you, they were just defenseless, really. They did they make it up in the corners, but um, are you sure yeah. you're not comparing that with DRS and slipstream? Well, that was that was what the speed traps were. Oh, so, really? Oh, so that would have been the top. Yeah, speed. that's so bad. It's really bad. But what was interesting is that Red Bull used Silverstone used to be that track where you'd go. Actually, this really suits Red Bull because there's high speed corners and yeah. stuff. But um, going to name drop here but when i spoke to max and daniel oh, the yeah. other day yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh-huh. uh, yeah sure when we had this media event and um, they said something quite interesting that was from luffield is yeah final? yeah luffield to the second part of beckett's is essentially a straight now because just they're flat just flat out. out so actually it is a power track they just lose so much straight line speed they don't get any benefit from being able to take corners flat yeah, like Cops everyone is flat. else like, yeah. Yeah. used to everyone does it part. now Cops whereas is flat and then the first part back yeah throw back to like 2010 when Vettel was going into the first two corners with drs open and everyone was like this is they're in, in another yeah. league but now everyone's doing it so. yeah that's a very good point thanks for that name drop tommy right. <laughs> um predictions for germany i mean is alex it, i'm it? sure you'll be watching uh, after being nail biting uh, Silverstone. Oh, I mean, I'm sure race. I'm going to be back, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll check the diary. We're going to um, get a fifth seat for me. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but what do we think? Um, Alex, we'll start with you. What's your, what's your predictions I'm gonna be, for Germany? I'm going to be really predictable. It's Hockenheim, isn't it? Hockenheim? Yeah. Hockenheim, yeah, which, yeah. Which... I'm going to be predictable and I'm going to say uh, Vettel because he's on form. Yeah. I'm, I'm also half German, so... Yeah. We've got a connection like that. Okay. Although he didn't really like me when we spoke. No, not we so did, much. We did a video together and he yeah. seemed to like you more than he liked me. Didn't want to say it, but yeah. And what about the other two? Top three. Um, right, other two. I'm going to go for... Is it a power track? Uh, I wouldn't think it is, is it? It's more of a technical... I mean, there is a very long straight, so there will be... It's hard to judge. It's, it's one of those... narrow... Middle. It's quite a narrow track, isn't but then it turn well? one's going to be pretty quick. I think it, it's not as bad as Silverstone, but I think no. there is the sector one is still very much power. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go for it, okay? Yeah. we got Vettel. Mm-hmm. We have Ricardo. Wow. Nice. And then we got Grosjean, because he's <laughs> going to prove everyone wrong. <laughs> wow. He's going to smash it. Is that down on pace, or is everyone going to crash and Grosjean finishes he's, third? He's probably going to punt a few people off. Okay. Yeah. But on I reckon, his, way I reckon his team have had a little talking God. to him, and his kids. Well, I do his a kid. Spa 2012, <laughs> his kids somehow. Like, yeah. Yeah. His kids are like, I'm going to disown you if yeah. you don't get a podium. It's like, race. Daddy, I've, I've seen what you were doing, and I want one of the <laughs> other drivers to be my daddy. <laughs> so he's like, but wait, okay, maybe next week I will not crash so much. <laughs> <laughs> not next week, is it? It's two weeks. No, it's two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. So yeah, Grosjean's going to do it. Okay. We, oh. you know, I Heard know Grosjean as well. Don't want to name drop or anything. But you yeah, know. you've done a you, you lift bro four yeah. years ago with Roman Grosjean. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Ali. Ali, what do you think? Uh, Hockenheim. I have no idea what Hockenheim is like in terms of power and who's better there. But Great. Uh, Ali doesn't gonna... have a clue. <laughs> what, what a surprise. It's a, bit, it's a bit unknown, isn't it? I'm going to say Vettel as well as on the top, top step. It. Yep. Uh, and then I'll go Verstappen and then Hamilton. You love a Verstappen. I yeah. do, yeah. Well, actually, no, I changed the, 
No, yeah, Verstappen. <laughs> last, last time I said Verstappen, Ricardo was on it, but I'm going to stick with my guns and say Verstappen. It's going to be Ricardo then. Cool. Yeah, uh, Tommy. Uh, Vettel, Hamilton, Raikkonen, and I'm hoping that this week we get the epic Vettel Hamilton race long duel at the front next yeah. week. Two, yeah, weeks two weeks time. Stop saying so next week. To, we're so used to having yeah the triple header. We want quadruple header. Yeah. Um, okay, for me, I think it's going to be Vettel. I think Vettel will win. He'll have the home advantage. You know, it's, it's, he won at Hamilton's track as well. He's going to be buzzing. Uh, I think it'll be Vettel. And then, ooh, I think it'll be Hamilton Ricardo. Vettel Hamilton Ricardo. Yeah, not nice. bad. Yeah, all right. It's hard, hard, to, right? hard to judge. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard to judge. We haven't been there yeah. for a few years, have we? Um, no. And I love Hockenheim as a track. I think it will hopefully provide some good racing, mm. uh, especially down into that hairpin. Controversial, uh, like the new Hockenheim, despite everyone complaining that they butchered the old track. What have they done? Well, you know, there used to be the ridiculous power track that went through the forest yeah oh right was... i thought you meant they've changed it oh no, no. this year no. i was like what okay <laughs> this yeah. a... it's now backwards yeah uh... <laughs> right i think that's it that's done are we done, done. are we done are we done. good yeah, Ali? Done. Yeah. yeah we okay on your end are you good are you yeah. happy i am happy your timer's going off cool yeah no all right good. well uh Just... don't forget uh to get to basically enter the competition uh to win two like and comment below who you think will win the championship, the championship. Bethlehem Hamilton, and you yeah. could be there at the race finale. Uh, yeah. Thank you to Yas Marine Circuit for sponsoring this podcast again, and thank you to Alex for coming along, especially. Uh, You're very welcome. Hope to you my didn't enjoy. Opinion. Didn't mind talking <laughs> about F1 for forty odd minutes. You know what? It was all right. Oh. I, actually, I actually, I actually did enjoy watching the race. Maybe I'll, I'll start. Wow. Maybe I'll start. F1 fan. But only if, <laughs> yeah. only if Grosjean starts getting on that podium. Well, if Grosjean gets on the podium, you have to come back. That's, yeah. Uh, if just a, there you go. Just a gloat in your predictions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So I won't be back. And a, <laughs> yeah. and a big thanks to HRN as well. For yeah. And us use their space while we move yeah, off. Yeah. Nice bridges there. Rather lovely. Looking forward to taking the seat home with me. Yeah. Thank you. For good that. luck. The reception's there, so good luck. Trying yeah. to. Yeah. No, we got this. We're fine. We got this. Fantastic. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.